Welcome to episode 39 of the Science Communication Accelerator podcast. And today we're gonna have a little session on how to build your reach on social media. Because I've been in contact in the last weeks with several researchers and several communicators and I felt that this is a reoccurring theme. And we all know that social media develops quickly and there's always new hacks and there's always new ideas and how you can build your reach, build your reputation, build your brand. Um, but there are some tried and true approaches that yeah, have been just been around and they are the same ones for every platform pretty much. Um, and we're going to talk about them here today in this episode. When I say we, actually, I mean me, <laughs> because this is an episode where I'm just going to talk alone today. So what you're going to learn is you're going to have 11 approaches about how you can build your reach uh, with social media. You can get an overview if you have a quick look at the show notes where you can also just click to them if you are particularly interested in all of them. This episode is not going to be super long. Um, it's going to be 11 topics. So I think I'm going to talk about about two to three minutes. So um, I try to be concise, but that would also but could also mean that I'm a bit short. Um, so if you have any questions or if you want more inspiration on how you could implement these ideas at your office or at, for your own science communication or for the science communication at your research institute or university, then please just drop me a mail. My email is julius at psychomax.com, psychomax only with one M. Um, don't be confused, there's another Psychomax. It's a media agency that is based somewhere in the Emirates, in, uh, or like close to Saudi Arabia, down there on the Arabian Peninsula, but it's Psychomax with one M. Yeah, and one more news is that now Psychomax actually also have it has its own webpage and it's www.psychomax.com, Psychomax only with one M. So if you want to find it, you just put in psychomax.com with one M or you just look in Google for the Science Communication Accelerator. Web page is only available for three or four days now. So it's not highly, highly ranked by Google yet. Um, but I think in the next days and weeks that's going to happen. So it should be quite easy to find it. And it's also findable, if that's a word, um, on my Twitter account or on my Instagram account and obviously the LinkedIn account. So that's enough of chatting here in the beginning. Let's get into these 11 tried and true approaches. So when I talk with researchers and also science communicators who work in research organizations and universities, very often there are pretty much two general reasons why their reach is not taking off. And the first one is that they actually just don't know how to be good on social media and how to create visibility, how to create brand. Or when we talk about specific researchers, very often is that they're afraid of being judged, of being visible. Because if you put yourself out on social media, yes, you will get visibility and that will yeah, give other people maybe the opportunity to comment on you. And I think this is something very deep in us that we are afraid of, but I would love for you to not be afraid of that. And one good thing of how you can do that is actually to fall in love with losing. And that sounds a bit cheesy maybe, but if you if you have that approach and then your expectations are also quite low or like if someone makes a stupid comment, then you're like, yes, I'm trying things out and you are not. So 
if we fall in love with losing, then things that don't work out that well might not really have a big impact on us. And yes, please be aware that you will probably make and create bad content. That's how it is. But as long as your numbers go up altogether, you as a single researcher that communicates about your research or if you're a research organization, as long as your numbers go up, everything is okay. And the good thing is, even though <laughs> if you make mistakes, you know what? Battle scars are attractive and you will always learn from them. So if it's not great and you are losing all the time, or at least that's how it feels, and you make a lot of con content that is maybe not really working out, as long as your numbers are rising, everything is okay, okay? And apart from that, if you are good enough, if you're good enough in making content, then no one stops you, yeah? Not your boss, not the Russians, not Donald Trump, nobody. Because it doesn't matter if you are a minority, if you are female, if you're introvert, if you're transgender, or even if you're an alien, it does not matter. It, the market doesn't care. If you make the best content, you will win and you will build brand so your task is really to figure out how can you make content that is very reflective of yourself so please be you but if you manage then being you and creating content and that content resonates with your target group then you will win and it doesn't matter as i said if you're if you're transgender introvert female minority or if you're an alien it will work okay so let's get started in the 11 um, tried and true approaches. First one is be clear about your target group. I think this is the thing that I repeat all the time, but it is so true. If you don't know whom you're communicating to, how are you supposed to meet the ones or, to or find the ones or how are they supposed to find you? So please, the first thing is be clear who's your target group. And please don't say the general public is your target group because the general public is not a target group. There is in Germany eight, 80 million people. There is in Norway 5 million people. There is in, I don't know, Italy and France, I don't know if it's 40 or 60 million people. But these people are different. Everyone is different and you can segment your target group or the general public and you have to do that because content resonates differently with groups. So while you are, you, you are creating content maybe for seniors over 60, then you have to go to different places on the internet and you have to create it in a way that is appealing to them. If you want to reach youngsters, then you have to go on TikTok and that's a very different way of what content you have to produce in order to is, yeah, appeal to them. So please, the first thing is be clear about your target group. If you're not clear about your target group, you are doomed to not win this game. It's super, super important, all right. Cool. Number two, please use the social, the social media networks where your target group is active. I just mentioned it in the previous point. Number one, be clear about your target group. But if you put out content on TikTok and you actually want to reach people between 40 and 50, you're not going to get them. If you want to reach youngsters between 15 and 25 um, and you're only posting on Facebook, that ain't working because Facebook is going down and Facebook is only the old people who haven't left Facebook are still on Facebook. Everyone else has moved on. So please, when you know who your target group is, please check out where these people are and how they com consume content. Yeah, And please don't focus on what works today. And even worse, please don't focus on what worked yesterday. Yeah, Five years ago, you could have done lots of stuff on Facebook, but not today. And also now I, it's really hard to build a new Twitter profile to thousands of followers and also really hard to actually build 
Instagram because these platforms are not growing anymore and you will grow with the platform so if you're on a platform that grows you will also grow it's a bit like you know it's maybe that picture helps if you bought real estate in new york in manhattan in a in, i don't know in 1710 for example that was a catch because back then it was super cheap and now if you sell it that's super expensive so 1710 that was really cheap 1850 was way more expensive already but way cheaper than it is today, okay? And that's the same thing with all social media networks. They develop. And if you're part of this generation that does the land grab in these early networks, for example, if you were two years ago on TikTok and you were grabbing the land, the, the real estate, the online real estate, if you want to call it like that, then it was really cheap. But you obviously were going into a high risk because you wouldn't know if that platform would eventually be very successful. If we have a look at, for example, Clubhouse, then you were taking the risk that this platform would not survive and did not survive. Okay, so think about maybe what works today, but it's super important. Think about what works tomorrow and everything's a long run. Everything's a marathon in social media. You can't build brand in 10 weeks. It's just not going to work because people will hear about you and then a year later they might check on you. And if you're still there, then you're having, then you very likely build brand. You can get attention in very quick times. If you just put a lot of money on paid ads, you will get the attention, but you will not build so much brand. It just takes a long time. So please post on social media networks where your target group is active right now and where it might be active in 10 years or in five years because every target group also grows up a little bit. Okay. Number three, create content that provides value to your target group. This is also one of my signature points. It's super, super true. It's super, super important. Why do so many people listen to this one other podcast that I produce or co-host, which is called the Empower Podcast? Because we provide value to for them to better understand the energy transition. So please always be aware what is your value preposition that you are having and creating with the content that you're putting out why should people listen to your podcast why should people check you out on twitter or on linkedin or wherever it is like what is it that you give to them because you will always be more successful if you don't oversell and if you always just provide value because people who who feel that you do it for them build relationship with you and come back and then they are part of your community part of your audience and they stay there if I would in this podcast tell you every two minutes, please subscribe to my podcast or please buy this or please buy that, you wouldn't be really in, yeah, inclined to listen to this anymore or to any other podcast that does that. So don't oversell, but provide value because people in the long run, when they know that you mean it, will come back to you. You don't need to sell. You just provide value. Super important. Number four, be self-aware. There is only four ways how you can create content. That is written content, audio content, video content, and graphics that can be shared. Obviously, if you're a research organization or if you're a big university, you have to play on all four format arenas. If you're a single researcher, please choose what comes to you at 10 o'clock at night. Are you still capable of writing or are you better at audio production or can you do videos on Saturdays? And that's what, what, is, what creates... Um, good feeling for you that's fun to you or are you just good at graphics graphics making please do the thing if you're a single researcher that comes to you naturally that comes to you 
without that it feels like work. Yeah. If you're a research organization or YouTube uh, or university, you have to play on everything because it's not just about what you're good at, but it also is like what your target group likes to consume. And very often, you even though we narrow down a target group very much, or at least that's how it should be done, there's still people there who like to consume rather written content. There's other people who like to consume audio content, video content, or graphics. So if you're a research organization or a university, you have to play on everything, on all formats. And um, yeah, you just have to find the right people who are good at creating written audio, video, or graphic content. Okay, number five. Getting content done is way more important than getting it right. Yeah, Speed is way more important than perfection. Social media is a speed game. Social media is a content creation at scale game. Yeah? Every moment you are not posting anything, that's a moment that you give away where you could have gotten the attention of someone in your target group. So it is super important to put out content at scale. Uh, I wrote a podcast. I wrote a blog post which is on my email, on my webpage, which is called. Um, how to build a content creation machine. And I think I also made a podcast about it. I'm just going to check which one that was. Yeah, it's uh, episode 36. So if you want to learn how to create content at scale, then please check that out because every moment that you're not posting is a moment that, yeah, your attention might be slipping away. Having said that to that point as well, if you're a single researcher, please don't worry about this um, because it's really easy to, with social media to get overwhelmed and it doesn't help anyone if you get overwhelmed. So it's all right. Uh, for example, with Empower, this summer we actually, for the first time, we make a summer break and we don't produce content for six weeks. And that's okay because we've both felt that's just right because my partner, Marcus, he um, he just uh, submitted his PhD and then went on holiday <laughs> and went uh, kiting in Italy. And I think that's super okay and that's super all right. So yes, getting content done is more important than getting it right. And speed is way more important than perfection. So get it out, get it out, get it out. And it's okay if there's one or little tiny mistakes in there because in the time when you make maybe 10 imperfect posts, you can only make one perfect. Um, but please don't get overwhelmed and just always think about what makes um, makes it valuable to you as well because it's your lifetime that you're spending. All right, number six, optimize content for each platform. So what's really important is that content needs to be native. While Twitter is something where you can just like throw out your thoughts and that's okay, um, on other platforms such as Instagram Reels uh, or even LinkedIn, for example, or YouTube, it's not that, yeah, you can't just like pump it out. So it needs to be probably more post-production and also the way how your videos, for example, are displayed is super keen. Um, and you will see when you have a look at LinkedIn, at Instagram and TikTok, for example, that they are both vertical formats and they're both fast, but you will still see if you if you sit down and consume content on both platforms for four or five hours that they are slightly different. So that comes back again to knowing your target group and knowing how they like it and also know what works on some platforms because there's things that work on TikTok that don't work on Instagram and the other way around. So whatever you do, please try to create content that is native in 
the platform that you put it into yeah and obviously also different types of platforms have different types of ways how you can use it yeah podcasts for example are deep dives and tiktoks and reels are super short and to the point yes now it's super easy to complain and i feel i hear that quite a lot of people saying oh but the attention span is so short by now and i'm like yeah doesn't help anyone to complain about it use that you know you can use that for example in making very short videos on tiktok and on reels to make people aware of your podcast or also on on linkedin and on twitter so these fast networks that's where your discovery should come from and then you link to your for example youtube videos or to your podcasts so don't complain but see how you can use what you see out there like how you can hack the algorithm yeah please do that instead of complaining complaining doesn't help anyway um, the world continues to change and it's us who um, take these opportunities that are given to us or if we complain yeah complaining ain't helping okay number seven be consistent and be reliable so consistency what is that that is that you post about the same topics and with the same attitude and you don't change that it's for example super okay to talk and comment and post about two to three topics for example for me it's always the energy transition it's science communication and it's innovation theory so these are the three things if you follow my twitter account these are the three things that everything that i do is related to yeah, be consistent, be reliable. So this was consistency and reliability is very much just about always being out there, always being on time, because then you don't have to reacquire your listeners every time and your, your consumers. What does that mean? I just recently talked to a colleague who creates a good podcast for the institute where he works. And then I was told that even though they make 10 to 15 con uh, podcast episodes a year, that they don't come out on the same day every day. And that's just confusing for a target group. If you post between 10 to 15 episodes anyway a year, doesn't that make sense that it's always out on the first of a month or on the second Thursday of a month or whatever it is so that your target group knows when it's coming? Because if they don't know that it's coming, then no one is waiting for you. And then your reach will not grow because you always have to reacquire them through um, putting out ads or making new po uh, posts or something. And then they need to see it. And they never learn when you're coming out. So please be reliable, be there and be, have a good timing. With Empower, I come out, we come out every second Sunday night with science, the Science Communication Accelerator podcast. We, I always, or I try to always come out every second Tuesday morning. And um, with my third podcast, which is the Engineering Energy Transition podcast, we always come out, on, come out also every second week on Thursday morning. Every, every second week. And if you do that, then you're target group will learn about it and if you're creating good stuff then they will also look forward to consume your stuff so please be consistent be reliable okay number eight engage with your followers this is so important i feel it's crazy when you look at accounts and they post something and then they get a comment and then they don't comment back. This is a bit like you're going to a party, you stand in the middle of the room, you're shouting out what you want to shout to the, you know, the people all around you, and then someone comes and actually comments or has, has an idea about it, and you just fall into silence and you don't answer that. This is not how you engage people, and this is how you make sure that this person who has been interested in your content, maybe, will never ever come back. It's 
just the same as in, in the offline world and the normal world. So please engage with your followers. Apart from that you give them love and that they like that and that they will come back because they start building relationship with you, it's also that by commenting and engaging with your followers, you actually hack the algorithm. It's not really hacking it, but the algorithm then realizes, oh, under that post, there's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, maybe I show it to more people because the algorithm does not know if a post is valuable or not valuable. The only thing a podcast knows is um, the engagement that post creates so if there's a lot of likes and if there's a lot of comments then the algorithm thinks oh there's something interesting there because the algorithm is made in order to keep as many people on the platform as possible so and if there's a lot of comments and likes then that seems as if people are staying long on the platform in order to comment and like on this particular post so please engage with every follower and show them love and attention because that's what's gonna keep them with you and it also when they li like it and comment on it the algorithm knows whom to show that post to and like that you actually increase your own discovery on the social networks okay number nine include ctas what are ctas ctas are calls to action I told you some minutes ago, please don't oversell in your content, but it is super okay to have call to actions. Call to actions means that you are asking the people who consume your content to do something that you would like them to do. So for example, I'm gonna ask you now, please can you just go onto your phone, where you're probably listening to this, go into your podcast app and please subscribe to this podcast. If this podcast creates value for you, um, if it doesn't, then please don't. <laughs> but then you're probably not listening anymore after somewhat 25 minutes. Um, so please go there and subscribe to this uh, podcast if it creates value for you, because then you will be seeing when there is new episodes out there. And that will be amazing for this podcast, because then this podcast will grow a little bit and the algorithms will show it to more people. And then there's bigger discovery and there's a likelihood that this community of science communicators and researchers who want to engage in science communication is growing. So we want our communities to do things, maybe sign up to a newsletter or come to our meeting or whatever it is. And it's okay to have call to actions. Just don't overdo it because people don't like when they're sold to and people also don't like when they are told what to do. But a little bit of a CTA, a little bit of a call to action is totally fine. All right, number 10. Empower your employees to build reach by themselves. This is a topic that obviously only relates to research organizations and universities, and it doesn't really relate to, to the individual. But still, if you want to build brand, yes, you should have accounts that are exclusively managed by the communications team. But if you really want to build reach for your accounts, for your central accounts, then it, the best thing you can do is to actually empower the re employees and researchers in your institute to also start communicating because each of them will build very different communities and audiences than you are doing it as an organization and if you then help them to get visibility then they might also uh, repost for example things that come from the central accounts and by that you cross fertilize each other and you will also build more reach which then eventually if you are creating good content and if you're interacting with your communities will also build brand and reputation Okay, now we come to point 11, which is the last one. And that's very straightforward. And that is to pay to promote your posts. This is something that probably single researchers are very unlikely to do. <laughs> but it is a way to get a lot of attention very quickly. If you use the right platforms for where your target group is really active. 
currently or in the last five to ten years the facebook business manager i think that's the name maybe they just recently changed it was the go-to way of how you can promote your posts but obviously you can also use google ads and by now you can also yeah put on ads on twitter you can put on ads on linkedin and also i hear that the tiktok ad manager has been yeah gotten way better in the last years well tiktok has not been around for so many years but also now it's for four or five years so um, that product has been um, yeah getting better as well so if you want to run ads there is a lot of opportunity it costs obviously money but if you really need attention fast and if you want to expand your reach which is are the things that we are talking here right now on social media then obviously you can always pay to promote your posts these were the 11 points. I'm just gonna run through them very quickly. So be clear about your target group. Number two is post on social media networks where your target group is active. Number three was create content that provides value to your target group. Number four is be self-aware. Choose wisely if you create written audio, video, or graphics content. Number five is getting content done is more important than getting content right. So put out as much content as you can as long as it hits your basic quality requirements. Number six was optimize content for each platform. Every content needs to be native to the platform where you are uh, posting them to because we are in different states. We're in a different state when we are on LinkedIn and we are in a different state than we are on TikTok. Number seven was be consistent, be reliable. Consistent was all the same topics and attitudes and being reliable is be out there and have good timing and make sure that your community knows when your next drop <laughs> will come. Number eight was engage with your followers. Number nine was include call to actions number 10 was empower your employees to build reach by themselves and number 11 was pay to promote your posts if that's what you need so that's it and the thing is i can tell you what to do i've given you 11 points now and i'm sure i'm quite sure that most of you who listen to this probably don't follow follow up on all these 11 or like don't do that already so i'm sure i'm quite sure that there's yeah, potential for everyone, also including me, and to be better on social media, to build reach and to build brand. But the thing is, even though you've listened to this now, this doesn't mean it, it works. Just think about a screwdriver. Like, screwdriver in itself works. But if you don't go there and you turn that screwdriver, then that screwdriver is pretty useless. And that's the same thing as push-ups. You know, you can read about push-ups, but in the end, you and me and everyone else has to go into the gym and make the push-ups and push yourself up every day and hopefully every day one more push-up because then you get better and then you get stronger. So listening to this episode is a good start of building reach and building more reputation and building more um, more brand, but it is you who has to do it. And there we're coming back again to these thing that we are all being afraid of being judged so I, I would just be super happy if you would fall in love with losing and if it's for you okay to make mistakes because we all make mistakes but the thing is no one cares about the mistakes about someone else yes you might get a funny comment sometimes but actually everyone cares about um, their own mistakes the most like no one cares about my sit on my nose that I'm super aware of because everyone cares about their sit you know so so don't worry about that please do the push-ups use the screwdriver um, use these 11 points that you were introduced here in this episode yeah and if this now here comes my call to action and if this provided you value then I would be super happy if you would go to Apple podcast for example or to Spotify to subscribe to this podcast so that when the next episode drops then you also know that it's there and maybe you need some inspiration or you need some some points so I hope this provided you value 
Let me know what you think. Maybe check out this new website of Psychomax and that's S-C-I-C-O-M-X.com. Yeah, I'm looking forward to have you back in two weeks. All the best to you. Enjoy the next two weeks and the rest of the summer. Take care. Bye-bye.